Diversity is a hot topic right now um, in a lot of different ways. There's a lot of diversity happening, not just with our stereotypes, right? Nationalities and cultures, but with age, sex, disability, all of those different areas, right? Where we're really thinking about the whole group of diversity, not just one area. I'm Becky Pike Pluth with the Bob Pike Group, and we see just a wide range of participants. Every walk of life that you can imagine, we are global, so we have partners in Japan, in Australia, in you know China. We have partners all over the world, and obviously, it's diverse in culture, but we're also diverse in individuals and, and what they're doing. So what we're looking at today is just what are a couple of things that you can think about before we open our mouths to speak and present. Um, oh, my gosh. And I'm going to tell you a story that I'm super embarrassed about. So this is just an example of what not to do. All right. So imagine that you're in my session at a huge convention. There's like 400 people in the room. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe I'm telling you this story because it's so embarrassing. Please don't judge me. All right, I'm going to tell it. So I was standing up and I pulled up the wrong PowerPoint deck. I had just done the same keynote in China. I've been there about 12 times, 13 times, and I had done this session a few weeks before. So I pulled the wrong one up, but I didn't realize it until I was a few slides in and it was written in Chinese versus in English. Oh, and I had an international audience and oh my gosh. Okay, so this is super embarrassing. All right. So I decided I was going to read the slide and I made up words like Fing Cheng Wang Tong, you know, and so that was a super not politically correct thing to do. And although, you know, the second I said it, I knew I shouldn't have, even though people laughed or whatever, I was like, oh my gosh, I have just... Oh, stuck my foot in my mouth. And that is what I want to encourage you not to do. And this was years ago, but it feels like yesterday um, because it's like, ah, why did I do that? So here's the deal. If you're not skilled at it, you're going to do what I just did, right? And I didn't think before I spoke and I'm going to maybe have some negative or demeaning stereotypes or maybe I have trouble getting rid of the way I think about a class of people. Maybe I act inappropriately with people that are different from me uh, and I, I'm not sensitive to how they might feel. Uh, maybe uh, you're skilled at it. So you're really looking across every type of diversity and you're reining people in, you're helping them to feel welcome, equal, fair in the different classes that you're teaching. But if we overuse this, we might end up a lot having allowances for a particular class or group of people. We might compromise standards to achieve diversity. And that isn't what we should be focused on. Like, hey, we need to keep our standard but we shouldn't be just overdoing to, to make people feel good, right? We need to be thoughtful of everyone. But it doesn't mean that we can't, you know, that we have to give up a certain standard in order to do that. So here's the deal. A couple of things for us to think about. Number one, equal opportunity. What preferences are out there? Do we focus in on tests that help the whole group? Do you need to have a better understanding of who's your audience? 
or do we just treat everyone as equals? And I would say, um, like, think of it this way. In the game of golf, I'm married to a golf professional. There is something called a handicap. And the handicap is what makes me or allows me to play with my husband and to maybe beat him because he's a scratch golfer. He's a plus two if you're into golf. And I'm not. I'm like a plus 24. I'm like a minus like 24 handicap. So I get 24 strokes on him. That's going to help me to be able to beat him in a round of golf. Well, the same is true for how we manage the classroom. There are definitely times that we need to think about how we can include everyone. I learned this early in my career. As I looked around the room, I realized, oh my goodness, there may be people like myself who ran a marathon, decided to get in a hot tub, and now they can't stand up because their muscles are like so sore. This happened to me. Um, and it also could be a disability. We don't know who's in our virtual audience. We can't see everybody. And so I started early on making modifications, saying, hey, you know, I might not be able to see visually something that's going on with you. Maybe you have lower back issues. I can't see that. So here's what we're going to do. You can modify these activities. And I'll give you a modification. Um, this, this activity is called sit-stand. Everyone stand up. You're going to sit down and stand back up if this is true for you. Okay, this is a great energizer. But if somebody is having lower back pain or their legs are like really tight from that marathon, they might not be able to do that very well. And so what I'm going to encourage is just raise your hand and put it back down. Like up, down, that can be a modification. So look for ways that you can modify your classes. Don't have a double standard. This is really tough. Um, it, it's really tough to not have a double standard in, in the way that we treat people. So we, the whole point is that people have different beliefs and we want have, we want to have equal performance to be the result. And that may mean that we need to modify something for someone, but I'm not going to overly modify and treat them totally separate and different from a group. I'm going to modify to make it work for everybody but I also am going to keep it balanced. I'm not going to spend extra time with one individual to make them feel like they're more important because what happens is we end up making others feel less important. So balance people's processes, balance your stereotypes, think through what you're going to say, um, and, and really just take the time to understand different cultures, whether you read an article or you talk with friends that know more than you about a different group of people. Thanks for listening. We want to be diverse. What is one thing that you can do this coming week in your class to really make it a balanced classroom? Thanks for listening. We will see you next Friday.